This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, we have reached Friday, and this portion brought to you by Indeed.com. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. So another day, and that means more Met injuries. We will talk about that. We'll talk about the Yankees losing in Oakland. We got some uh, cool NFL stuff, but we start with the Mets only because I think one of the newspapers had it right. Uh, the headline was, you can't be serious as Juan Ligaris breaks his thumb hours after Sandy Alderson met the media discussing Cespedes and Harvey and Syndergaard and Smoker. I'm missing somebody. Um, whoever, Walker. And Neil Walker. I mean, it is unreal. You can't even make this stuff up at this point. Yeah, they're just piling up now, Jerry. Syndergaard can't throw anything for four weeks. It's unreal. Harvey's going to be gone for weeks. You got Neil Walker's Walker. Walker's got a partial tear. Yeah, and they go 10 day. 10 day DL. It's not going to be fixed in 10 day. No. Ten no days? Not at all. Not at Come all. on, Jerry. So, and then Ligaris, I think it was Anthony Rendon that hit the pop-up. He dives for it. And it's funny because, you know, they went out to see him, and you saw him kind of fiddling around with his thumb, and you're like, oh, come on, no. And he kind of thought it was okay. Well, it's not okay. So he's got a broken thumb, so he's out. Uh, that having been said, the Mets lose to the Nationals. If I asked you right now, and maybe you read this, so if you did, just act like you didn't maybe and be I, smart. Maybe I saw it, Jerry. 26 games Daniel Murphy has now played against the Mets. If I asked you for his batting average, home runs, and RBIs, 26 games. In 26 games? Yeah. I don't know this has been a recurring theme, so we're not breaking any new ground I'm going to say he's hitting 350. Right. He's got uh, 15 home runs. That's a bit much. Don't you hate when people do that and you want to, like, sell a fake and then they over-guess? Over That's okay. That's all right. Uh, and he's runs. got... Uh, 26 games. How many RBIs? He's got 18 RBIs. He 394, eight home runs, not 15, but eight home runs in 26 games, pretty good, and 28 RBIs. It's unbelievable. And he had the big two-run triple, make the case it could have been great, whatever, but the two-run triple last night. And one other thing, Gio Gonzalez wins... Can Met pitching, I don't care if it's Josh Smoker, Neil Ramirez, if it's whoever, you know, last night, can you get the opposing pitcher out? Robert Gazelman gives up the RBI single to Gio Gonzalez. It's just, you know, it's it's a long series. I get it. They only dropped the series opener. But, God, what a brutal day in Metland. Yeah, and then uh, when I woke up this morning, the Yankee game was still going on. <laughs> and Sweeney's still on at 3.30 in the morning. Yeah, my drive-in, I'm hearing John Sterling. Yeah. Uh, but then I, I heard uh, Gary Sanchez hurt his groin. Groin, I saw abductor muscle. Ooh. I bet they're connected. I'm I bet sh- the listen. abductor goes right into the groin. It might. But, yes, he got hurt. Aaron Hicks got hurt. When they say Achilles. you hurt your groin, what does that mean? Mm, after six, I'd give you a better answer. I'm not really sure what I would say right now. Yeah. The groinal area. But, like, <laughs> it's a pulled muscle. It's I guess. what? I, have you ever... Pulled a groin? Yeah. I don't Cut think... 
coin. I don't think I have. I don't think I have either. Not yet, anyway. Yeah. Give us time. We're getting Sounds old. Sounds painful, though. So he us and CC Sabathia officially on the DL. Here's what you need to know. I now put, when I do the breakdown of every game, you always do, you know, the big highlight of the game, maybe a couple of notes, maybe someone that had three hits. I now have a little category for injuries. And so we did the Mets. You mentioned the Yankees and Sanchez. I said Greg Bird suffered a setback. So who knows when he's coming back. The whole thing is just, and these are like world-class athletes. Somebody tweeted me and said, uh, Greg Bird's milking his injury more than my softball injury that I'm milking, how I missed like multiple games. Well, I would have thought that until you showed us the, the bruising. The actual yesterday. injury. And this is how many weeks now? Many weeks. Three Jerry, weeks? Four weeks. So you would be the 10-day DL, but yeah. just you're extending it. I am just keep going. Yeah. Uh, Yankees lost three in a row now, by yes, the way. Yes, correct. Which they're doing like what the Mets used to do is when you go on the West Coast trip and no one sees the games because they're on at 2 o'clock in the morning. They do count, though. They do count. but they do count. Kind of losses start to slowly pile up when you're... Sure. On the well, West Coast time. But they got lucky because Boston lost to... How about the fact... Did you know Ty Kelly was on the Phillies? No, Jerry. I would have no he idea had who the, that uh, is. Ty Kelly from the Mets. What are you oh, talking about? Oh, the former about? Met. Got it. He's yes. on the Phillies now. He had the RBI double yesterday. They... <laughs> <laughs> they beat the Red Sox one to nothing. So Boston stays two back. They don't win yesterday. So that's good news for the Yankees. <laughs> You're funny. Uh, the Orioles lost again. They've lost six out of seven. And I believe the Rays lost. So while the Yankees may have lost three in a row, they don't lose any ground last night. So that's I at see. least positive. And All then right. the other thing from baseball you picked up on was this uh, baseball is going to have a weekend in August where players can put nicknames on their jerseys. And I guess wear special cleats as well. Yeah, players weekend. Uh, they were comparing it to, uh, remember the XFL, the guy got to wear the He Hate, he hate Me Rod he Smart. Hate me on the back there. That was his name, yeah. That they're going to let the uh, major league players do that for a weekend. Yep. But nothing, you know, obscene, of course. Uh, they all have to be approved. But you think, would Matt Harvey have the balls to put Dark Knight on his jersey or no? Well, I don't even know if he'll be back in time oh, for right, that. Oh, right, he's injured. Um, as a matter of fact, it's, I would think at this point, not a good bet to think he could even pitch again this year. Yeah. But who knows? Um, but no, I don't put, think he would put Dark Knight. What would you put on your jersey? Uh, I haven't really thought about it. Hmm. I know you have, so would it just be boring? <laughs> yes. Okay. I would just put boring just right across the back. How long are you going to take this boring As thing? long as I'll uh, As keep you're going. going from concert to concert, restaurant to restaurant on the weekend, summer house in Spring Lake, at what point do we drop the boring? We don't. Moniker, because quite frankly, you're actually the opposite of boring on the weekends. During the week, during the week, very boring. During the week, you come go to work, you go home, you sit in front of the computer and do God knows what for hours. You go to bed, repeat. So I get that, but let's be honest. Starting on Friday, starting Friday at about ten thirty a.m., you're the opposite of boring. I mostly read uh, Twitter when I'm home in the afternoon. Do you ever feel like how many times have you had your dinner? And then you settle in to watch a Met game or the Yankee game or the Bachelor. I know you love that. And you kind of think to yourself, my God, I did nothing today. No, I don't. Because here's the thing. I always try to compare it to other nine to fivers. Right. I did my nine to five. It just happened to be three to 11, 3 right, a.m. Right. to 11. You're right. But think about how so productive I did my work. you could be from noon to seven or eight. And you even stay up later than I would think you should. You'll stay up till nine o'clock. That leaves you nine hours of productivity. And let's be honest, not much. Right. And even then I'll still, I'll be like, if I have to get something done, like renew a driver's license, I'll be like, when am I, when, when am I getting <laughs> You've this You've got done? more time yeah, than I anybody time. I know. And yet you sit there and complain about time. Yes.
Hmm. Maybe more vacation time for you. All right. Uh, All did right. you see uh, Aaron Judge, Jerry, has the number one jersey? Not surprised. Number one jersey sales. Yeah. You know what this feels like? And maybe I'm way off on this. Uh, someone even tweeted it to me um, a couple weeks ago. It feels like Jeremy Lin in in the way of thinking that when when there was a big shot that had to be made during that, whatever it was, it was a six-week period, he made every one. And it seems like, I don't know, the last couple of games haven't been great, but up until this three-game losing streak, it seemed like every time he came up in a big spot, he got the big hit where he had the big home run. And it kind of feels like that. See, to me, he doesn't feel like Jeremy Lin. He feels like uh, Gary Sanchez. From I understand Which we that we were in love with last year. Very similar though last year. And by the way, Gary Sanchez is having a good season. We just don't think of it as such because of what Judge is doing this year. You look at Gary Sanchez. Remember, he was he was injured for a while. So on the weekend when they get to put whatever they want on the back of their jersey, Judge will just have probably Judge because that's his nickname as well. Jerry sucks for him. Here comes the judge. Oh, here comes the judge yes. on the back. Yes. I think there are a couple of things he could do with All that. right. Yes. And um, one other thing before we take a break. I did not see this until you pointed it out to me. That you had the blimp at the U.S. Open. Yes. It wasn't a U.S. Open blimp. No, it was no, no, just no, some no. rando blimp. I, I said around the U.S. I said at the U.S. Open. I didn't call at it a US, U.S. Open blimp. Oh, I thought you had. That's a terrible story. Well, a blimp, who's, you what? know, it's fire... Pushing a big uh, a balloon object that you're in, yeah, but it doesn't shouldn't happen. Still, yeah, that's hydrogen. like sitting there saying hydrogen, right? I like mean, hot air ballooning. Let me ask you something: How do you heat the water in your house? You know, I'm glad you brought that up, Jerry, because when I, I was uh, I'm looking at a home and I do like a home inspection, <laughs> yes. and the guy opens the the inspector opens the heater up, yeah. and it's just flames. Yes, and I said this is in everybody's house. How, hold on, flames. You never knew that. No, I would think electricity. There's fire underneath the boiler. I, thought, I swear. Tank. I thought electricity heated everything. You don't know what the hot water heater is or the boiler or anything no. else. No. Jerry, I was absolutely shocked. I said, boy, these homeowners better check this out. They've got, oh, <laughs> they have open flames in their You're basement. So stupid. The guy goes, they're all like this. I go, every one of these units. Then how are places not catching fire? That's my point to your blimp point. Right. That's the way the blimp works. You it shouldn't on happen. No. Boomer, we brought I, it up a couple of times. I, I don't think I would go I on a blimp. blimp. I wouldn't go on a blimp in Florida. I'm sure you have been. Did you feel um, like that guy could, very strange. could turn it however he wanted? No. no. They <laughs> dip the nose a lot. And it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. And for some reason, while you're in the blimp, at least for me, you're saying, why am I on the blimp? Like, what? what is, where was my, I agree. my moral compass to say this was a dumb idea? And you got off it, and you're like, good. You can really like fly away. Yeah, I always think too, like when the blimp goes, where where are we going to land? The blimp guy would be like, like higher balloon is even stupider. You know, yeah, yeah I would and think you're you... in a wicker basket with some jackass going. Oh, this will be. I think we go west. Like, you couldn't land a blimp or a hot air balloon. I would have to give, like, a five-mile radius. We're going to land somewhere. Just over there. <laughs> somewhere in this field. Just field over there, we're going to try to hit it. All right, this portion brought to you by Indeed.com. Are you hiring? Join the over no. three million businesses that use Indeed.com for hiring. hiring. Post your next job opening on the world's number one job site, Indeed.com. No Craig openings? is bored. He's in the studio already. Quick break. Back in a minute. Then Craig and Boomer on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio. 
Minnesota. All right, this portion brought to you by CC's. If you're just waking up, the Yankee game ended like 10 yeah. minutes ago. They lost to the A's in 10 innings, 8-7. Chris Davis, the game-winning two-run single off of Giovanni Gallegos uh, after two out hits by Rajay Davis and Chad Pinder. Uh, Luis Severino, Sean Manaya go tonight. Nationals beat the Mets 8-3. to Guess who? Daniel Murphy, 3-for-5, two-run triple and a five-run fifth inning. Michael Taylor capped that inning with a two-run homer. Steven Matz and Max Scherzer will go tonight. Uh, round two of the U.S. Open later today as well. This portion brought to you by CC's. Now at CC's party with bacon stuffed crust and new grilled cheese stuffed crust pizza. Joining the original the top of pepperoni on the unlimited buffet. Just five and change at CC's. Prices may vary. You want to go Davis Webb? You want to do Draymond Green? Uh, Davis Webb. He's winning the U.S. Open? No, it's a different uh, Davis no. Webb. This is the Giants backup quarterback. Ah. Eli Manning was being hilarious yesterday and had him uh, uh, forced him to sing. I guess as this is part of uh, what do you call that? that? Gag. What do you call that? Like, hazing. like a rookie like hazing. Fraternity hazing. Lazy hazing. Lazy hazing. And he oh, chose no. a. I don't well, know. If I'll you... tell you. Here, let him oh, tell you because he was asked. Uh, buy you a drink, T Pain. Yeah, play to your crowd. <laughs> they were they were loving it. I had never heard that song. Before. Buy you song? A, buy you a drink. Yeah, buy you a drink by T Pain. By T Pain. So I went and yeah. I listened to it right before we came in. Russell song. Never heard of it. You downloaded buy you a drink. I listened to it on YouTube. Oh, you did. Uh, curse words, or is it clean, Jerry? Uh, well, this was clean. This was I don't clean know version. if it was edited or not. Mm-hmm. This was clean. And I don't know. How do you sing that? Does someone give them a, a lyric sheet? No, a lot of guys, like just like how you have memorized some classic rock songs over the years, this Davis Webb is, is a millennial, Jerry. They love T-Pain and rappers. It's like doing Sugar Hill Gang. Yeah. Right? You know every word to it. You I get don't. to know when you when you play the songs have a lot. I know, I know the words. Have to eat and the food just ain't no good? I mean, the macaroni saga, the peas are mush, and the chicken tastes like what? I thought this was the Jerry and Al like, segment. Not when Craig's up all like, night. Jerry, you love... Uh, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan, you could sing uh, like a Rolling yeah, but Stone. I, yeah, of course That's, I could. But I Bob Dylan, do. T-Pain is Davis right. Webb's Bob, Bob Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> what do you like more, Bob Dylan or Nuts? I like Nuts, personally. I like Cash. And then what was the Draymond Green thing? He was wearing a T-shirt that it said, said Quickie. Uh, Quickie. But it mocking, had the font of Quicken Loans. Quicken Loan Arena. Right. So he was mocking the Cavaliers. He's trolling LeBron trolling. is what he's doing. Trolling and LeBron. And LeBron wrote on Instagram, that's what she said. Be listening oh. for our Grand <laughs> Slam giveaway. o'clock. Nice job, Eddie Scazzeri. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Boomer Esiason, Craig Carton. Flashback. It's Friday. Holla! Tom Izzo here for another installment of the Boomer and Carton Show, Flashback Friday. For today's flashback, we focus on one of the highest honors a broadcaster could ever hope to be considered for, the 2012 Pulse of the People Award. The Pulse of the People Award. Most people hear Pulse of the People and think of six-time award winner Craig Carton. But today, we revisit one of the few occasions Craig was denied this honor. Here are the previous award winners to this point. 2008. Craig Carton. 2009. Craig Carton. 2010. Craig Carton. And 2011. Boomer Esiason. I know that bothers you. I don't know why, since we're best friends. I'll have a second Well, because the second place trophy's a pinky. After winning three in a row since the inauguration of this award, the 2011 loss was a big one for Carton. In 2012, he had high hopes to once again hoist the bronze thumb. 
So we take you back to the 2012 Pulse of the People Award nominees with special guest announcer, Dan Rather. Dan Rather joins us. Dan, can you hang out a few more minutes? Sure. Uh, Dan Rather, the name of the book is Rather Outspoken. And Dan, I'm going to ask you to do us a favor. Al Dukes just said in my ear that the nominees have come in for the annual Pulse of the People Award. <laughs> if he gives you the list, do you mind reading the list and announcing I'd to us? I'd be happy to Because Boomer and I have no idea. I won it three years in a row. <laughs> Boomer won it last year. And it's every year Memorial Day. You're familiar with it, of course. Uh, Tony Marinello and his great group over there with the pop uh, people. Pulse of the People will be announced today. So if you don't mind announcing that, we'd love that. No, I'd glad, be glad to do it. Dan Rather. Right, sounds good. A man's man, everybody. <laughs> We're going to find yeah. out next from Dan. His favorite place other than America to travel to. He's been to every country on the planet. But what's his favorite? You better find not out. say Bogota. We, uh, <laughs> we will find out coming up. Plus the Pulse of the People nominees. And I promise yeah. right back. Out to your the calls. Service. Right back to your calls. Hey, what's what? said here and seen here stays here. All right. Well, Learn the rules of being a man. And heard here. Exactly right. right. Boomer and Carton on the fan. Boomer and Carton show producer. Al Dukes. The Pulse of the People Award is given to somebody who has the pulse of the people. Normally somebody in the media world who really knows what it's like to be the common man has the common man's issues at the forefront of their issues. Knows the problems of the common man. That, sir, is someone who has the pulse of the people. I have no idea how these people get nominated. All I can say is it's got to be somebody over there at the Pulse of the People, you know, office complex that decides, yes, this person has the Pulse of the People. They know what's going on in the blue-collar man's world. I think winning the Pulse of the People award is really one of the highest honors. I mean, winning an Oscar is cool and all, but... You didn't have the whole thing to do with the movie. Winning a Grammy is great, but other people were involved in making the music to win the Grammy. When you win the Pulse of the People Award, that's something you won by yourself. Sort of like a gold medal in an individual sport. My ultimate goal is not to win the Pulse of the People Award. It's simply to be nominated. I've never even been nominated. Never even got a sniff. People do get upset when Craig Carton wins the Pulse of the People Award because, quite frankly, he's won it hmm, almost every year. I think Mike McCagnin won one year. I think Boomer won one year. And I think Mike won that one year. Other than that, Craig wins every year. So people do not like somebody who keeps winning over and over again. In regards to Pulse of the People Executive Director Doug Marinello, I haven't heard from the guy. We normally have Pulse of the People nominations around Memorial Day. It's mid-June. Doug, give me a call. Send me the nominees. What are we doing? Right. Dan Rather joins us. The book is called Rather Outspoken, My Life in the News. Al, do you have the nominees? Have they come in yet? I do, yes. Dan, do you mind, uh, if Al brings them in, do you mind reading uh, so Boom and I can find out if we've been nominated for the Pulse of the People Award, is that all right? I'd be happy to read them, but I, I need an agreement, guys. Go right ahead. If you're not on the list, don't throw things at me. I'm pretty sure I'm <laughs> well, on the list. I'm Dan. automatically on the list because I won last year. Now, him, I don't know if he's on the uh, list. Al has the official list now. This is the 2012 
Pulse of the People nominee list. And the great Dan Rather is going to be kind enough to announce wow. the list of nominees. <laughs> Do you guys have any background or anything for this? You want to put on some uh, headphones? If you don't mind, Dan, you want to throw Not those headphones Drum on? Drum roll, please. We sure. call them cans, as you know, Dan, <laughs> yes. in the business, being a longtime broadcaster. You use that word All for right. a lot of things. The venerable Dan Rather, one of the great iconic <laughs> faces on television over the last 50 years, now announces something he never thought he would do in his career. The Pulse of the People nominees. One at a time, please, Dan, go right ahead. It's the 2012 Pulse of the People Award. And your nominees are... New York Mets broadcaster... Ron Darling. Oh, Ron Darling. How nice. about that? That first-time nominee, I believe. All right. All Who right. else? Continuing with the 2012 Pulse of the People nominees, New York Knicks broadcaster Walt Clyde Frazier. Nice. I have no argument with that at all. You're a big fan of Clyde's, of course. CBS broadcaster Jim Hello Friends Nance. Nance! Nance! How does Nance get nominated? Got to be all right. kidding me. Go ahead. Going down the list, 2011 Pulse of the People Award winner, Boomer Esiason. That's a no-brainer. The Pulse winner always gets nominated as a default uh, thing. Yes, all right. Legendary fan broadcaster, and he is legendary, Mike Francesa. What? Francesa? I'm reading the list. Is there anyone else on the list, Dan? Oh, there is one. Yes! Come on. Now, don't throw anything at me. I will not throw anything at you. List. You know, I respect you. 2012 Pulse of the People nominee. Three-time Pulse of the People Award winner, <laughs> Craig Carton. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Dan, thank you for doing that. All right, so you, me, Nance, Carton, Darling, Francesa. I guess there's six right there. Wow. How about that? Boomer and Carton Show update anchor, Jerry Recco. The Polls of the People Award, the way I understand it, I've never been nominated, so I'm not exactly sure, but I uh, I get the sense it is for the uh, the host or the celebrity type or the media personality that's got the best pulse of the fan in mind. I'll be honest, I have no idea who the Polls of the People are. Uh, I don't know how you get nominated, but I will throw my hat in the ring. Oh, there's the Emmys, there's the Golden Globes, and there's the Pulse of the People Award. So based on that... It's a pretty high honor. People think I'm always angry. I will never win this award. Fast Forward Pulse of the People Award announcement, July 3rd, 2012. Al just told me that we have Doug on the line. So this is a very, very exciting moment for us. Uh, the 2012 Pulse of the People. And here's the executive director of the Pulse of the People Committee, Doug Marinello. Doug, it's Boomer and Craig. How you been, buddy? Hey, Boomer and Craig, as you would say on your show, hello. All right, that's exactly Hi. what we say. Are you All in right. a, Where are you, Doug? Sucking humor. I'm on my cellular in the airport. Is, can you hear me okay? Or? Yeah, it just it sounds like you're on helium, but I suppose that's the cell phone. <laughs> I guess that's the cell I phone, assure, yeah. I don't mean to laugh at you, Doug. I can I'm sorry. you. I am not on helium, but uh, yeah, I'm over here at the airport. It's loud with the announcements and such, but uh, I'm very excited to be on the show and to present the Pulse of the People Award. This has been really a tremendous year, really the first time that three 
uh, people came out of the same organization with uh, you guys, Boomer, Craig, and your afternoon fella, uh, Mike Francesa, three right. people out of WFAN. You got Jim Nance from CBS, who I believe is your parent company. Uh, and then, of course, Ron Darling of Mets Broadcaster. They're having a terrific season, a surprise year. And then, of course, uh, Walt Clyde Frazier, the Knicks with the whole insanity thing. A lot of people uh, uh, think he has a very good shot at this award. Was the voting close this year, or was the winner a runaway winner? I would say that in the history of the Pulse of the People Award, this was the closest uh, that we've ever had. Uh, very few votes separating all of the contestants. Mm. Okay. Was uh, first play? How do I put this? Mm. Was was it fourth and fifth closer, or were first and second closer? I would say first and second were closer. In fact, uh, I know you guys never announced second place, but you only announced the winner. Yeah. And did Boomer right. Sison represent the Pulse of the People uh, Trophy with great honor and class this past year, or no? He did. He did a tremendous job everywhere he went. He showed up at Ranger games during the Rangers making their run to the playoffs. And what we like that he did, and uh, we like when the winners do this during the year, uh, give a thumbs up to the people when you're around uh, people who may have voted for you. Because, as you know, the Pulse of the People Award statue is the thumbs up. So we like that that's the sort of thing you would do out in public, like, hey, there's Boomer, then Thumbs up, you know what I'm saying? Pulse of the people. All right. I do uh, that all the time. Boomer, are you ready for the announcement? Uh, okay. Very excited. Doug, are you going to make Can the announcement? Can you guys hear me okay? Yes. We hear you yeah, great. Yeah, okay. you guys hear me all right? Yes. yes. We hear you fine, Doug. Are okay, you, are, are you um, going to make the announcement, or, or is Dan Rather doing it again? Well, Dan Rather's doing it. This year we uh, teamed with Dan Rather, a longtime CBS newsman, who I believe is now at the HD Net. And uh, he helped us out this year. In fact, uh, did it on your show. So uh, we're going to let him actually call the winner out. Ladies and gentlemen, longtime CBS news anchor and happens to be a friend of the show, which makes me feel pretty good about my chances of winning. Dan Rather, with the announcement of the 2012 Pulse of the People winner. Go ahead. The 2012 Pulse of the People Award winner. Boomer and Carton Show button pusher, the Eddie Scazzeri. The Pulse uh, of the People Award is a fictitious award that Craig just invented. It's just made up and meaningless. It really holds no honor whatsoever. Uh, sorry to break down the fourth wall. Uh, everybody out there in Radio Land. Yeah, I can say I don't really care if I am ever nominated or ever win the Pulse of the People Award. I, I feel very comfortable in saying that. The executive director, uh, Doug Marinello, a.k.a. Al Dukes, uh, he actually did a very good job. Such a good job that, I, I, honestly, people, I had forgotten that whole incident. And I just was and listening to it again. I was like, is that Al? He, uh, I'm still not 100% sure it was Al, but it, but it had to be Al. Who else would it have been? So uh, Al actually did a very good job. Usually he stammers and is thrown off a little bit more than that when we're doing things uh, of that nature. Like when he was, uh, he called in as Botchical Loop Jones. Sorry, everybody. That was fake, too. Yeah, he did a great job. Doug, whatever his name was. And again, people, I'm really sorry to burst uh, the bubbles out there, but uh, come on, grow up. And along those lines, our sister station, uh, 1010 Wins, who just yesterday actually referred to Craig Carton on their air as Chris Carton, 
Uh, so that was tremendous. Uh, they actually, when they heard us talking about this Pulse of the People and Dan Rather was somehow involved with doing the nominees and we were playing it off like it was real, they actually called and uh, wanted to know all about it and what is this and uh, they really were not sure what the Pulse of the People award was and wanted to get this sort of the story and the history of the Pulse of the People. That is a true story. I, I don't know what happened this year. We haven't really done it this year. There's been minimal talk about it, so uh, perhaps we'll move the official Pulse of the People time to, you know, after Labor Day or something. We'll change it up. Or we'll just forget about it and it'll go away and die a quiet death. Legendary fan broadcaster, and he is legendary. Mike Francesa. of the People yeah, Award. You are, Jerry. <laughs> you guys didn't it. win. <laughs> Doug. <laughs> Doug. Yes, hey. Mike, Mike, sorry, Fran- Mike, Mike Francesa is the winner of the Pulse of the People Award? He is. He's won this year. Congratulations to Mike, who also just celebrated 25 years on the air at WFAN. As well, a, what's that got job? to do with anything? It's about the last 12 months. Right, and in the last 12 months, Mike has continued with strong ratings. Uh, he's uh, consistently beating Michael Kay, who promotes himself on the Yankee broadcast. And Mike is still, um, I hope I'm not out of line, kicking his ass in the ratings. So he's got that going on. He put out a revolutionary new app uh, in the iTunes App Store. So uh, he's hitting it on multiple platforms. He's on the Internet. He's on your smartphone. He's on your television set. And he has, in fact, the pulse of the people for 2012. Well. All right, Dougie. Thanks, Thanks. man. I appreciate it. How's it feel? Appreciate it. Doug Marinello. I'm just happy it stayed in the family. I'm not. I am. <laughs> well, why, are you, why are you so upset? Because I wanted to win, Boom. I felt like I had a great year. Yeah, but I told you this 25th anniversary thing has been going on really uh, in, in earnest the last six months. Oh, let's face it. He's a, he's a huge um, Yankee fan. He's a huge Giant fan. He's got all things going right for him. His ratings are huge. This revolutionary new app thing was... Uh, Congratulations, was I suppose, edge. to Mike for winning the Pulse of the People. You will present Mike with the trophy whenever it's sent to you, I guess. Listen, I'll be more than happy to present it to him. 2012, Pulse of the People. Neither one of us are winners this year. It's okay. I'm shocked. It's all right. I had a great year. I, I thought say, maybe I thought maybe my Ranger fandom would, would actually push me over the top, but I know what happened here. For me, Devil fans voted against me. I know it. I mean, I, I voted against it. you too, but I was trying yeah, to but win. Why are you voting against me? Well, because I voted for myself. You know, see, I don't even vote. That's the thing. You think Mitt Romney is going to vote for uh, Obama? Hell He's going to no. vote for himself. Right. I voted for myself. I mean, the highway robbery, if, if you ask me. But they have it. It's official. 
There is a new Pulse of the People award winner, and it's Mike Francesa. That's a tough one for me to swallow. Boomer and Carton show staffers, Al Dukes, Jerry Recco, and the Eddie Scazzeri. I was not that surprised when Mike Francesa won the Pulse of the People award. He was deserving. The guy's on the radio for five and a half hours a day for something like 30 years. He must have some pulse of some people in order to do that. I don't know if I was surprised Mike won. Mike's been doing a radio show here in New York at FAN for 30 years. So, uh, yeah, I would make sense that Mike won. He's only won one, so I would think he would have won more. But, yeah, I'm not surprised. I was not surprised that uh, Mike won because we had set that all up beforehand. And we had uh, created uh, congratulations to and then all the different winners. And then uh, it was up to Craig to decide who actually was going to win. So I'm really just destroying mythos here. Sorry, everybody. And there you have it. A new Pulse of the People award winner is crowned. And the tradition continues. Hopefully. That'll wrap it up for this Flashback Friday. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm Tom Izzo, and you stay classy. If you enjoyed the segment, please do everyone a favor. Tell your friends! Tell your friends! And now it's Oh, I did it too. Well, it's really about all the injuries the Mets have and how David Wright needed a day off. Uh, why don't you stay here? Jerry, maybe you can yeah, sing Jerry. the chorus with us. Dominique, hit it, sister. It's too uh, working for the weekend. Come on. Turn that up, Eddie, so it blasts in my eardrums and drowns out my vocals. Got a little intro on it. Boomer has this on his iTunes account. Here we go. Everyone's wondering... What happened to Ike? He's one of the only guys we like. And everyone's wondering, well, who's that on third base? Hey, isn't that what's-his-face? Here's the chorus. David Wright's not playing. He thinks it's the weekend. (laughs) Oh. I just need some time to rest. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think he is, Cal freaking Ripken? <laughs> and when exactly does the season end? Oh. And where is Angel Pagan? <laughs> He's playing catch with Johan. <laughs> and Jason Bay needs a day. His wife just had a baby. One, oh, everyone's wondering what happened to Dickie. And that picture that's very licky. And everyone's hopeful for pitcher Dylan G. Let's hope he's not the next Ollie P. Let's do the chorus again. Ollie P. David Wright's not playing. He thinks it's, it's the, the weekend. weekend. <laughs> and David Wright just needs some time to rest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who do you think he is, Cal freaking Ripken? 
<laughs> and when exactly does the season end? Oh. oh. And where is Angel Pagan? <laughs> He's playing catch with Johan. And Jason Bay needs a day. His wife just had a baby. All right, there you go. That's great. Uh, Al Dukes right there with a little piece of my heart. Boomer and Cardinal.